Hello, folks, and welcome back to another episode of Are You a Fan? If you like the episode, give us a like, share, follow. And this week, I'm bringing back Mr. Moon. Hi. Okay, so this week, we are going to be discussing the wizard, or wizard, a.k.a. Robert Frank. Have you ever, because this is a very niche character that I know I know of and have heard of. Mr. Moon, have you ever heard of this character? I have not. It's not surprising to me. He's had like two appearances outside of the comics. Oh, good. So super niche. Yeah, really. Uh, so Robert Frank's incarnation of the wizard debuted in the USA Comics number one, August 1941. Published by Timely Comics, the character was created by penciler Al Avison and an unnamed writer. So already like, like 1941. This is an old character, and it's not surprising that his writer's name was Lost to Time. Yeah, Lost to Time. That, or maybe the guy just didn't want to be associated with it. That, or they just stole from him. We see that a lot. We've seen that a few times here. <laughs> yeah, the bully took your homework. Right. One source credits Stan Lee as that writer, but there are no other sources to support the credit. Lee and artist Paul Rainman did sign the Wizard story in All Winners comic number two and in number three as Neil Knotts, which is illustrated by Mike Saborski. No, wait. By Mike Sikowski. Sikowski. Sikowski? Sikowski? I'm going to butcher that. Once again, we always apologize that we're not great at reading names. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we- it, no, if we apologize, we would do better. We try. <laughs> we'll read a name like five times before we're like, maybe that one? Yeah. That sounds right. Maybe. Okay, so like I do like that they do mention like Stan Lee does kind of step in as the writer, but like even Stan Lee, I couldn't find anything of him saying that he created the character. I mean Yeah, he'd only be 19, 20 years old at that point in time, because he was born in nineteen twenty two. Yeah, so he and, wouldn't be that old, but... I mean, old enough to do it, but... Yeah, but definitely makes sense why he kind of was credited on the second issue. So, The Wizard appears regularly in the US uh, USA comics through issues number 17, September 1954. So, four or years. Or 1945. Four years worth of comics. That's not terrible. But 17 episodes... Or episode 17 comics over four years. It's not a whole lot. That's not. That's, yeah, that's more. Somebody did it in their free time. Yeah, exactly. At the same time, he was also appearing regularly in all winter comics from issue number two of September 1941 through issue number 21 of December 1946. In issues number 19 and 21, he was part of the all winter squad a super team that also included Captain America, Bucky Barnes, the Human Torch, Toro, the Submariner, and Miss America. These were the characters' last appearances during the 1940s. Really? Which, those were a lot of, like, like, I think we talked about it in the Submariner episode, the Nemore episode, like, those were a lot of, like, the original Marvel characters. Yeah, they're all the bigwigs. Exactly. And I, it doesn't surprise me because the way they, the two appearances I've seen him in animation, he brings up being on Captain America's team. Okay. And that's so definitely accurate, I guess, to the comics. 
So writer Roy Thomas reintroduces the Golden Age Wizard in Giant Size Avengers issue number one, August 1974. Two years later, in the Avengers annual number six, November 1976, writer Gary Conway re reinterpreted the character's origin and history so that the transfusion of mongoose blood oh, was not the source of the power but the factor that triggered a latent mutant ability the fact that he survived a transfusion of mongoose blood makes me question i mean that's how beast beast boy was a monkey's blood Ugh. They were really, they were really loose on the science back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it goes. Let's go. <laughs> right? oh. Thomas in World War II flashback series, The Invaders, number five and number six of March and May 1976, expanded on the character's wartime career as a sometime member of the retroactively created superhero team, The Invaders. Thomas later additionally made the Wizard a full-time member of the Homefront Heroes, the Liberty Legion, in Marvel premiere number 29 through 30 of April and June 1976. Neither team had existed in Timely Comics. So he at least got reincarnation. And we'll see in, in universe that he, as much of a niche, no-name character, he does have some, like, major factors in the comics that kind of make him a niche like you'd only know about him through another character so let's go for it in universe so robert l frank was born in st louis missouri the origin of the golden age character begins while bob frank and his father dr emil frank are framed for murder of a man named jenning by grano so Jennings was the one murdered and Grano was the one framing him. Which that's kind of a out of the blue, like that's a pretty like abrasive start to a character. <laughs> Just right out the gate. Right? Starting strong there, bud. <laughs> they flee to Africa where Bob gets sick from fever and is in need of a blood transfusion. And I guess the nearest animal they could find was a freaking mongoose. Yep. I, I do love... Almost any story I see where the characters end up in Africa, it's always a fever of some sort. I'm like, man, like especially these golden age ones of that, we had a real poor view of Africa at one point. Yeah, and I don't... Yeah. So while Bob is unconscious, he is approached by a cobra, but is saved by the sudden attack of a mongoose. Dr. Frank saves Robert by, transfusing, tra by a transfusion of mongoose blood and soon discovers that his son has developed super speed. But the stress kills Dr. Frank. Oh, come on. Right? <laughs> cobra saves the guy. They kill the cobra to save the man, and then the dad dies. This man, this, this origin story is all over the place. <laughs> also, I love... Uh, oh, wait, no. He's had three appearances. Okay, we'll talk about when we get there, but we'll have to come back to this. <laughs> all right. Unconscious After beating Grano and his lackeys unconscious and reporting them to the DA, Frank then decides to fight crime and eventually accepts the offer of Invaders member Bucky, who forms the superhero team, the Liberty Legion, to rescue the other Invaders, who have been brainwashed by the villain, the Red Skull. Yep. Like I said, this is a character you would only know of him through other characters. Yeah, really. <laughs> that. 
So when the Liberty Legion and invaders eventually disbanded after World War II, the wizard joins the newly formed All Winner Squad, which I, I think we talked about this squad in another episode. It that. just doesn't have the same ring as the Avengers. Yeah. Now, well, this was uh, this was like a before the Avengers. I, I know. <laughs> All Winner, like uh, it's on the nose, right? The Wizard afterwards spent some years battling alcoholism, depression, and was, for some time, homeless in the Bowery section of Manhattan. He also worked as a nuclear laboratory technician. That seems... It seems counterintuitive, right? Yeah, that seems like such a high-paying job to just be homeless from, but... uh, I mean, I guess if you're spending all your money on alcohol and you have a sped-up metabolism, that would take your entire paycheck to get drunk. Yeah. Uh, yeah? That's my best guess. That's the only... That's my only explanation, Mr. Moon. I don't know... I don't know what else, how else we can explain <laughs> that. Uh, yeah, who knows? So, in 1942, the wizard acquired a new sidekick, a stereotyped... Oh, this is real rough. This is real rough. I'm a power hey, it's, through it's it. It's the 40s, so... It's the... Yeah, so, you know, I didn't say that. Yeah, I didn't, thing, things did not uh, age yeah. well. So, he his sidekick is a stereotyped African-American friend named Slow Motion Jones. <sighs> yeah, uh, that did not... That yeah. did not age well. Oh, that's... I wonder, <laughs> I wonder, I wonder what his uh, powers are. Yeah, uh, I didn't really, I didn't really go into that one. I was like, I was like, you know what? I think the name was enough. That's so bad. <clears throat> Just slow motion is like, is he like the typical weed junkie? <laughs> oh, no. oh, That's why everything's slow mo, but it's not slow mode. Everybody else, just him. Oh God, no. Uh, no. That was a rough. I'm like, I, it was one of those doing a character from this long ago. I'm like, I know there's going to be some unsavory <laughs> things, but just, I was like, I was like, okay, didn't see the straight up racism coming on that one. Yep. No, damn, man. The times we used to live in. Right. In the modern age, the wizard reappeared as an aging hero who had married fellow superhero Miss America. The wizard encounters and briefly serves with the Avengers who aid him in controlling his son, Nuclo. He is reunited with Nuclo, but suffers a heart attack. Man, like, they need to get, he need, like, his dad, and then him. It must have been that, that mongoose blood. It's gotta be. So, at the end of this adventure, the wizard erroneously believes himself to be the father of the mutant twins, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Okay. Yeah, that, I've been... Doing research on the Scarlet Witch, we will do an episode on her and Quicksilver at some point. But let me tell you, their history is convoluted. That's how I ended up finding the wizard. It's because that just came out of nowhere. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That might be their parents. I'm like, is it, though? And they're like, oh, maybe. <laughs> Sounds good to us. Uh-huh. The wizard was later duped by the living laser into battling the Avengers and suffers a second heart attack. Oh, yeah, there you go. Number two. Two for two. Yeah, this guy like needs to calm down. Yeah, he needs to stop with the with the excitement, <laughs> right? Like I'm like at this point, I think his son should probably get checked. Like this is sounding <laughs> like a family thing. Sir, do you have any medical issues that run in the family? Right. 
So he then battle uh, he then battles the Atlanteans and Namor alongside the Avengers after a humbling defeat at the hands of the supervillain Count Nefaria. The wizard retires. Now I don't know who Count Nefaria is. With a name like that, I'd probably retire if I lost to them as well. <laughs> Count him. Yeah, who knows? He later returns to a fight, a battle against an old wartime foe called. Isbeza? Isbiza? Isbiza? The wizard dies after suffering a fatal heart attack while fighting Isbiza, but his sacrifices enable his son, Nuclo, to be cured of excessive radiation level and begin a normal life. Lucky number three. Yep. Jeez. You should have seen a cardiologist after the second one. Oh, dude, right? Like, (laughs) and you can't even tell me it's like, well, you superhuman biology. I was like, they got superhuman doctors, I think. (laughs) They got superhuman depth, too, apparently. Right? Sheesh. So the wizard learns of the uh, stillbirth of his actual twin babies on Wondagore and learned he did not father the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver shortly before he died. That's... Man, this guy has the saddest end. It is just... I just think of like a cannon fodder for a character. Yeah. Just like a throwaway. Really is. Sad. (laughs) Arnim Zola later created a proto-husk of Wizard from his DNA. The Wizard clone had no lines and is killed by Deadpool, who mocks him as a legend to make mercs laugh at night. That's rough. Buddy, that's rough. Just to be like clone yeah. from the dead, just be the the butt, butt end of, of a, jokes. Yeah, I mean, butt come of on. a Deadpool joke. Oh, in a Deadpool joke, no less. Yeah, that's even worse. Oh man, the, this character, I went into it and I because I knew his incarnations from the animation animations I've seen him in, and he always seemed like a cool concept of a character, especially a World War II character. And then I did the research. I'm like, this is sad. This is rough. This is just really sad. So, yeah, let's get into powers and abilities. Uh, Due to a reaction between his latent genetic mutation and an injection of mongoose blood, Robert Frank has the ability to move at superhuman speeds and has superhuman reflexes. But a mongoose ain't that fast. Because, yeah, I was like, I was like, I was like, because mongooses, I guess, I don't. Speedy boy. Like I said, back in the day, they were real loose on the science things. In yeah, comics. yeah, really. Uh, he can create cyclones by running in circles and can run up walls and across water, which Duh. is pretty impressive. Like Duh, I feel mongooses. like that's just standard speed things. Yeah, give, give him Flash a run for his money. Right? Uh, his, in his prime, he could attain speeds faster than he could in his middle age, running at approximately 100 miles per hour, which really doesn't actually sound that impressive. No, it, it don't. No. <laughs> it, mm. So the wizard has lear, uh, learned a unique self-taught fighting style that exploits the ability to move at superhuman speeds. So just like he's a very standard run-of-the-mill speed character. Yeah, I'm not I'm impressed. I mean, I'm not impressed at all. I'm this episode really disappointed me because like like I said, the few the couple times I saw him in like the cartoons, I was like, oh, he's like a cool old salty like I was in World War II, buddies <laughs> with cap, and now I'm gonna teach you the ropes, Spidey. I'm like, mm. but now I'm like, that's just sad. Yeah, that, that's pretty rough. 
All right. And so in other media, it's really short. Uh, an elderly and long-retired Frank appears in a five-part episode of the 90s Superman. Or Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man. Sorry. And he also appears in an episode of Ultimate Spider-Man. Yep. And those are, like, the way they portray him in that, like, granted, the 90s Spider-Man, they do portray him in the, it's this whole concept of there were, five, like, five or six other heroes that were created off of, like, the remains of Captain America's, like, super soldier serum that they had left over before he disappeared. And so it's one of those, like, it explains why he's not that powerful and neither of the others, is their powers are very limited. The more they use them, the more it drains it, and they can't give any more super soldier serum. But there, it, it gives him a much better, cooler arc in there. And then the Ultimates one, he is just like, he's training Spider-Man and his group of other like, teen superheroes. So he's this, that salty old guy who's like, like, back in my day, I was quick as this. And that, like, but and, now, now, come on, Gramps. Come right? on, you're going you're gonna to break your ankle. I will say I forgot about it, but when bringing up the mongoose and talking about it, he does, a, a concept of the character does appear in the live actions uh, Jessica Jones show. Right. And that when she's finding other people with powers, he shows up, but it, it's literally they made fun of him. Oh, he's, come on. He's like a overweight guy who's like they call me the wizard because i'm fast and she's like i'm pretty sure that's not why they call you the wizard <laughs> and he's like he's like i can only move fast when people aren't looking at me but she does find out he does have super speed and somebody is hunting down superhumans and then she goes to his apartment to see if like there's any evidence of like what he's connected to and he owns a mongoose as a pet oh come on yeah <laughs> like he owns a mongoose in the apartment as a pet so it was kind of just a, like, that probably wasn't the actual wizard, but definitely they were like, let's make a joke out of this. Yeah, that, that's pretty good. I like that. Right? So I guess I'll ask the question. Are you a fan, Mr. Moon? No. I mean, there, I mean the character probably could have been something cool if they put more effort into him. Yeah. make him more unique, but he just feels like such a throwaway character just to fill a couple pages of a comic book. And that's kind of how I feel about him. I'm not really... A, I'm disappointed I'm not a fan, because like I said, his the versions in the cartoons I saw him, they portrayed him as kind of a really cool... Like, Even though his powers were weaning or not that great, they portrayed him as a cool character. He had so much potential. So much potential. And then just seeing his like actual origins, I'm like, oh. So, yeah, I'm not really a fan either. For anyone that's still listening, if you got something out of this, enjoyed the episode, or even liked the character before from a movie, a comic, a cartoon, hell, even that t-shirt that you saw one time, you're a fan too. If you want to jump on this train, why not subscribe and share with a friend? Dick Rail out. Y'all keep riding them rails.